right, and welcome to the Red Pill Current News Podcast. Hey, folks, how's everybody doing? This is the Kentucky guy, and uh, joining you here on this beautiful Sunday, yep, that's right, Sunday episode of the uh, Current News Podcast. I do want to apologize. We did not get the show out yesterday. Um, just uh, some things come up, and... Uh, didn't get to it, and I, and I apologize for that. Uh, but, yeah, we are here today, and, uh, you know, we're going to, like I said, we're going to maintain that schedule. Uh, it's going to be uh, Monday and Friday. We will drop uh, new episodes for Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast. And then on Wednesday and Saturday, we will uh, we'll drop an episode on the Red Pill Current News Podcast. Yeah. All right. So, uh, love your guys' enthusiasm. So, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> we're still on schedule. Uh, we are a day late, <laughs> but uh, we'll be right back on track uh, tomorrow. So, um, yeah. So, if you haven't had a chance yet, uh, we do have another podcast going, another show going. It's called Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast. Uh, I'm the host of that as well. And uh, basically what we do is we talk about uh, different promotions, uh, different wrestlers, and uh, all sorts of things, everything to do with wrestling and uh, wrestling only. So, And I tell you, there is a lot going on in the world of wrestling uh, right now, a lot going on. And uh, there's a lot going on in our world, in, in the regular normal world that we live every day in as well. And uh, I'm not sure how much... Uh, how much how involved you all are and how uh how informed you all are because there's a lot of stuff that come out this week and uh that's what we pride ourselves on here is we try to uh we try to get you the um the news that you can't just get anywhere and uh we try to stay on on top of things i appreciate that all right so let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and get jump right into here. All right, so the first thing on the docket today is the Trump versus uh, Sussman, uh, Clinton, uh, Hillary Clinton uh, trial started this week. And uh, I have to say, uh, I do have some concerns uh, on this trial. Uh, basically, um, a couple different things. Uh, during the jury per pool, <laughs> the jury pool uh, earlier this week, um, there were two jurors uh, who who come to find out are Clinton, previous Clinton, uh, don't campaign donors. Uh, so this was brought to the judge's attention. However, uh, however, once the uh, these two jurors uh, stated that they they hope, they hope, and they think. Underline those words. They hope and they think uh, they can be unbiased in this decision. Uh, the judge allowed them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so the judge uh, judge allowed those two. And then another juror who has stated and is established as a Donald Trump hater. Like, she, she hates Donald Trump, everything about him. Everything about him, always has. And she admits it, right? 
after she stated that she doesn't know, doesn't know if she can be unbiased. Uh, yeah, the judge approved her as well. Um, so, yeah, so, I mean, that, uh, I, 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 I just don't know. Uh, there's so much, uh, so much going on in that trial, um, and we're and we are finding out, uh, <clears throat> you know, the jurors they they absolutely that that bothers me and that worries me, and I think it would anyone uh, who's on trial or uh, had a trial against someone, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, you know they they would want a unbiased jurors, of course, right. Especially if it was your lawsuit, right? <clears throat> so a couple things out of the trial, though, uh, the testimony showed that Hillary Clinton uh, was involved from the very beginning in the Russia hoax. You know, Russia, Russia, Russia. Donald Trump had uh, Russian ties, and they were uh, uh, the Russians helped him win uh, the election. Uh, no, that was actually opposite, and that was nothing but a big lie from the very beginning. And once again, this isn't speculation. This is what Durham has brought out this week in this trial. Uh, so hopefully, you know, the Sussman uh, uh, trial, because he's going to fall. He's going to fall pretty hard. Uh, hopefully this uh, opens some eyes out there because you don't just have uh, Hillary's campaign lawyer uh, going down, right? He's going to take Hillary Clinton down with him. He already has. Some of the testimony has been shocking. Uh, the FBI was involved at one time. Uh, and also it was confirmed that Hillary Clinton gave the media, mainstream media, the go-ahead and uh, and start uh, propagandizing uh, the Russia hoax. Gave them the go ahead to run with the story. After it was, it wasn't even vetted yet. It wasn't, and it never could be vetted. Uh, I think the total research was like a day and a half, and they knew that there was no uh, uh, a day and a half of vetting was the report, and uh, that's it. They knew that there was no involvement between Trump. And uh, Russia, are you kidding me? You know, President Trump said something that made a lot of sense to me. He said, "How?" he made a statement yesterday. He says, how can I get my reputation back? You know, you, you, you've got to remember something here. This wasn't just during the campaign in 2016. They played this card and used this card all through Donald Trump's presidency all through him so he got a lot accomplished in four years but i'm telling you what imagine imagine if they'd have left him alone like they do every other president and let him do his job what he could accomplish in this country i mean for everything they put him through trying to impeach him twice uh you know, uh, blocking him at every turn, even having some of the uh, the uh, Rhino Republicans uh, talking trash about him, 
uh, acting like this Russia hoax was true, uh, yeah, how does he get his reputation back? How do we get the American people get our four years back? How do we do that? I want my four years back because I think, uh, you know, this guy straightened up the economy. Uh, he brought us through COVID and the economy rebounds. Uh, for the first time ever, the United States was uh, energy uh, independent and, all, and also uh, exporting oil to our uh, NATO allies. Um, imagine what else he could have done. Not, not to mention he's took down terrorist groups. I mean, there's so much that his administration did. Imagine what they could have done if we would have just left them alone. And, you know, that's one thing that I actually I, I, I can proudly say is his entire presidency, I, I stood there and said, if you just leave the man alone, let's see what he can do. But they never would, and I'll tell you why, the left, they never thought for a moment that Donald Trump would beat Hillary Clinton. They never thought. It was such a shock to them. I mean, <laughs> you can tell. I mean, the, the fake media is the face of the Democratic Party. Basically, what I mean by that is whatever the Democratic Party's feeling, you can see on the faces of fake media. Just go rewatch, go rewatch CNN, MSNBC, uh, all those channels on election night 2016. No, no, no. Trump would have to get this vote, that vote, that vote to win. It's not possible. Go to commercial. Come back. People are literally, news anchors are crying because Donald Trump has been elected president of the United States. You see, you see what I'm saying? Uh, and, and they just... And that was it. They went in this tantrum, and they never got away from it. They never could. And I think they believed it themselves. You know, you tell a lie so many times and so often, you can, I've heard of this, you can start believing it yourself sometimes. Uh, I don't know, there's a name for it. Uh, some kind of, uh, I know at the end of the name it's liar. I can't. I cannot think of the name of it right now. But, yeah, there's, there's such a thing out there, and I think they, really suffer from this i really do yeah so uh so that's i will keep you guys up to date on on that trial and how things go um i i just don't know it looks good there's a lot of information coming out of there however these jewelry these jurors uh they worry me they worry me a lot so we'll see uh so uh also uh Trump is 58 and three now on his endorsements for the primaries. Uh, as of today, uh, the race in Pennsylvania uh, is still too close to call. As of today on Sunday, it's still too close to call. I'm not. I'm. You know, I really. Uh, I really, really, really. You know, Pennsylvania is one of those states that had some trouble during 2020. I really don't know what's going on there. Um, I know Dr. Oz was not a favorite until he got endorsed by Trump, but that's pretty much true on just about all of them, the candidates, because uh, they actually, one candidate, or one senator actually got a hold of uh, uh, the head of the Republican Party and uh, 
after uh, Thursday's primaries and uh, <laughs> and asked uh, the head of the Republican Party, how do we get a Trump endorsement? Because that's like go. Think about it. You're 58 and 3. That's pretty good average. Pretty good average. So let's go ahead and move on. Uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's trial. Uh, closing closing arguments will start this week. Um, so Amber Heard, I don't know how many of you, I know we haven't talked a whole lot about it uh, on this podcast, but um, I have talked a lot about it, though. <laughs> just not uh, just not on this podcast, but uh, on my other platforms. Uh, Amber Heard, uh, her cross-examination, uh, in my opinion, uh, destroyed her destroyed her she was caught in several lies even lies that were documented in court records uh she was caught uh she was called you know she she raised her voice to a lawyer that's a big no-no why would you do that if you're innocent uh she also uh uh you could tell by her body language that she was when she was trying to cry uh it's like she's trying to force it out it's just nothing is genuine uh, 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 about this lady. And, uh, you know, here, here's the thing, though, okay? And let me be completely honest with you. I think that uh, Amber Heard has lied, and I think Johnny Depp uh, has a suit here that he should win, okay? However, however, on a case of... Uh, on your reputation, detriment of, of reputation, there is a, uh, it, is, it is going to be on Johnny Depp's attorneys when they're doing their closing argument to break this down in the most simplest terms they possibly can uh, for the jurors. If, if they go in there and they use the broad definition of defamation of character, uh, they're going to lose them. They're going to lose them. It's such a broad definition. They need to break it down. Here's what we proved. This story went to TMZ, and we proved this, and they said this, and we've had several people say, matter of fact, Johnny never changes when he drinks or was on drugs. He does have a drug issue. They've acknowledged that. You know, yes, my client acknowledges that he had a drug issue, um, however, we've had several witnesses on both sides, by the way, uh, who have testified that uh, he his mood never changed. His character never changed, no matter how high or drunk he was. Okay? So that needs to be one statement. Second statement is uh, the fake bruises that uh, Amber Heard uh, put on herself and uh, lied about. Right? You need to... So uh, there was never any time, and this is how it needs to be presented to this jury. It needs to be just stripped down layman's terms. Uh, it was one of the defamation of characters was that Amber Heard says that she was abused by Johnny Depp. However, there is no doctor's forms, no doctor reports, no ER reports, nothing of that nature that supports uh, that Johnny, that she was ever abused and seek medical treatment. There's none. There's zero documentation. 
And, by the way, the witnesses also said they've never seen Johnny raise a hand or get angry with her uh, enough to physically abuse her. However, they testified that Amber was the abuser. See what I'm saying? Just break it down. He, he's got a very good team. He's got a decent team. He's got one outstanding lawyer on the team, that young lady, uh, the one that cross-examined uh, Amber. Uh, Amber Heard. Uh, she is she is amazing. Let her do the closing, but let her break it down. They need to break this down so it's so obvious to the jury uh, what they're saying. There's no big flashy words, nothing to throw them off. That's just my opinion. That's what that's what I think needs to happen. Uh, absolutely. All right. So also this week we had a new press secretary uh, take over Jen Psaki's uh, uh, press secretary, Biden administration press, press secretary job. Um, so, uh, yeah, last week was Jen, as we announced on uh, Wednesday, uh, last week was Jen Psaki's last week uh, being, a, uh, being the uh, press secretary for the old Biden administration. However, this new press secretary is horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. I mean, she is. So here's the thing. She's not She's not answering questions, right? Which Jen Psaki did the same thing. You know, she's the, Jen Psaki was the queen of circle back, right? Um, but this young lady hey, uh, doesn't. She's clueless. She doesn't have a clue on what's going on. She doesn't have a clue on how to find out the answers. She never follows up on any anything. Uh, Peter Doshi uh, from Fox News absolutely destroyed her her first day on the job. And uh, I tell you what, it's so bad. Even the Biden administration uh, made a press release, uh, uh, sent out a press release. Uh, saying that uh, she's going to be replaced by John John Kirby, uh, says the Pentagon. Now, they're saying that she's not 100% going to be replaced, but John Kirby, from the uh, uh, spokesperson from the Pentagon, is going to be on the uh, podium uh, quite a bit going forward. They know. I mean, it was a, it was a dumpster fire. I mean, it was so, so bad. And Jen Psaki, I've never been a fan of hers, and uh, I, I think that she's horrible. She'll she'll look you in the eye and flat out lie to you, and so won't this press secretary. But this press secretary is clueless, clueless. And then some of you are going to say, "I'm going to go ahead and combat it now." Some of you are combat it now. Some of you are going to say, uh, "Well, you just don't like her because uh, she's a liberal." Uh, she's a black female, and uh, she's a lesbian. Well, to be honest with you, I only knew that she was black and a liberal uh, until right before I started this podcast. I just seen a report that she was uh, that she was gay. Uh, that I don't care about that. That either be a journalist or don't. You know, I mean, don't uh. uh do, do the right thing and have your information ready. Be smart. Know how to do the job. 
that you were promoted to do. It doesn't matter to me if you're lesbian or gay or what have you. That, that, that stuff is all disgusting anyways. But when it comes to uh, being the press secretary for the United States of America, um, the <laughs> know how to do it. Know what you're getting into. Your first day, no one should ever bomb that bad on your first day. All right, guys, I'm going to give away for just a moment, guys, uh, to our sponsor, Anchor. If you're thinking about uh, starting any podcast in the near future, uh, Anchor is the place. Hey, guys, have you heard about Anchor by Spotify? It's the best and easiest way I've found to start a new podcast. Everything is right there. At Anchor, I can not only record my podcast, I can add music, I can add sounds, and much more. Also, I can trim and crop my podcast as well, all in one place, right there on my iPhone or computer. On Anchor, as a host, you can distribute your podcast on platforms like Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, and many more. Everything is in one place. Oh yeah, I almost forgot. Best part of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app today, or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yeah, so uh, if you're thinking about starting any type of podcast, uh, like I mentioned, uh, Anchor is the place where everything is in one place for you to get things started. So, all right, so let's go ahead and uh, move on uh, in, in this week's news. Uh, so, back by popular demand, uh, De Souza, and I know I am butchering his name. I always butcher this guy's name. He's such a nice guy. I always butcher his name, though. Um, his, his documentary... 2,000 Mules, uh, by, popular demand, by popular demand, was brought back into theaters this past weekend. So those of you that don't know what 2,000 Mules is, it's a documentary that he created. It's all about ballot harvesting, uh, election integrity, and what actually happened during the 2020 election. It, it's, I have not. I'm guilty. I'll never lie to you guys. I'm guilty. I have not had a chance to watch this. I want to. I've heard a lot of great things. But here, here's one thing. I know I have a good idea what happened in 2020 and what's going to be on this documentary. I've done enough uh, uh, research that I have a really, really strong idea on what's going to And I'm going to watch it. I just haven't had time. Here's what I don't understand. Why is Fox News, MSNBC, CNN, ABC, which I know why most of them are, but why are they, and Fox News especially, why are they not reporting on this documentary? Not only is this documentary shows proof of what really happened in the 2020 election, this documentary, uh, It's breaking records unlike anything anyone's ever seen, okay? 
it has raised over $2 million, and that is unheard of for just a documentary, especially one that wasn't plugged or filmed by any of the big guys, like Warner Brothers or anything like that. Uh, no, uh, the gentleman that created this uh, documentary wasn't able to get any backing or any help from uh, major uh, studios or uh, movie uh, producers. So, yeah, so he, he written the doc. He produced it himself. He got it out there. And there's this many, Amer- you know, that's a lot of Americans to, uh, to for that for that to raise because it's only like 30 bucks, right, if you buy it on the website to watch it. Uh, between that and going to the movie theater, uh, and remember, this is a documentary. Uh, you're not going to see this in the Wall Street Journal or anything. I don't even know if half of you even heard about it. Uh, I definitely recommend it. Uh, 2,000 Mules is the name of it. Uh, it's all about the 2020 election, uh, how they did the uh, drop boxes, ballot harvesting, and, and so forth. Um, and no, this this podcast, this episode is not sponsored by him. Um, it just the 2020 election is also something that I am very uh, very passionate about as well. And uh, no one breaking records all over the place no one no one is reporting uh or even saying the word 2000 mules just think about it before i started talking about it today have you heard of it and if you did where did you hear about it from i i guarantee you it wasn't main street media news you might have heard of but from uh oan american one news source or you might have uh, seen a pop-up from one of the uh, your news sources that you have an app on. Uh, but you didn't hear about it on Fox. And Tucker Car- Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson continue, continue to infuriate me. Stop calling yourself conservatives if you're not willing to go all the way in it. And, that, and that's how I feel about it. If you're not willing to go all the way and support the conservative movement, the Make America Great Again, Put America First movement, and you just want to do it for brownie points here and there on your show, get out. Go to the left. We don't need you. Tucker, that's for you too. Get out and go. Get away from us. We don't need you. Why are they not reporting this? And this isn't the first thing, folks, that I've talked about that these guys haven't uh, haven't been reporting on. Anyways, let's go back to the uh, fake admi- uh, Biden administration. Uh, some good news: a federal judge uh, kept the ban on Biden and his administration. Uh, basically, what that means is they are he did not he put a ban on them. Uh, Less, less than a month ago that they weren't allowed to end Title 42. He has then re-looked at that and continues that ban. So right now, the Biden regime's hands are cuffed and they cannot cancel Title 42. Title 42 would be a disaster. I'm not going to get into it. You guys know how I feel about it. And if you've been listening to this podcast at all, then you know what Title 42 is. So I do feel confident enough 
in saying that uh, uh, that I've educated enough on Title 42. We know it's bad if it goes away, and we know the definition of it, right? So, here's something interesting. <clears throat> so, okay, so I'm going to tell you one story, a history story, that, and the reason for it is the story that follows it, all right? So, in 2020, in Colorado, Antiva and Black Lives Matter, Matter rioters shut down a, a major highway in Colorado called 255. Shut it down. Had traffic pretty much at a gridlock. Okay? A driver with his wife and family in the back, with his wife and kids in the back, uh, decided to go ahead and make his way around the protesters, right? He's going to drive around them, get his family out of there. You know, it's a public road. It's a major highway. You know, maybe he's going home or, or, or going out to eat or, or what have you, right? So one of these thugs, one of these pieces of scum, terrorist, protester, Samuel Young, while this driver and his family are going around, pulls out a gun, and starts shooting at the driver and the family in the vehicle. This guy, this idiot, Samuel Young, while doing this, actually injured two other terrorists, two other protesters. <laughs> so he grazed one and shot one in the arm. Luckily, the terrorist, uh, Samuel Young, did not injure anyone in the car, the driver or his family, after shooting at them five times. Five times. Boom, 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 boom. Five times. <laughs> so Mr. Young sentence was handed down this past week and the sentence was zero days in jail let me repeat that zero days in jail and only five years probation that was it he shot he had an armed weapon in the middle of a protest, a riots, and he shoots at a family five times with the intention to kill them, and he gets zero days in jail and a slap on the wrist of probation for five years. Now, I'm telling you this story to bring you into this current story that's getting ready to unfold. But as you can see, the left take care of their own. So be very careful. Very care and you, you should always stand for yourself, stand for your family, stand for your country, stand for God. I'm a true believer in that. Just be mindful that they are not being held accountable the same way, the same way you or I would be. So heading into this week, 
the Supreme Court could could possibly reach a decision and make an announcement on Roe versus Wade this week. The Biden administration has put out you got to love this. The Biden administration has put out a press and I'm doing air quotes, a press release saying that the Biden that the Biden administration is preparing for a countrywide for countrywide violence pending on the Supreme Court's decision. Okay, so this isn't a press. That's why I was doing air quotes. This isn't a uh, press release. Okay, it's a roll call. It's a roll call from Biden and his left flunkies to BLM and Antifa. And this is another way that the left, just like when Chuck Schumer, man, that guy, he, he makes my blood boil, just like Chuck Schumer stands on the Supreme Court steps and threatens uh, certain Supreme Court justices as a way of an intimidation, intimidating our Supreme Court. This is the way the left is trying to intimidate our Supreme Court justices as well. It's not a press release. It's a call to arms. They are known for this. This is what they do. And it makes me sick. The Buffalo shooting makes me sick. Uh, and it just, if you haven't had a chance, make sure that you check out Wednesday's podcast, last Wednesday's podcast. So I just want you guys to realize that this is, and and I and I try to be an optimist, but this is gonna ha- this is probably gonna happen. Let's just be completely honest. Abortion is not mentioned in the Constitution. It's always been a mistake for uh, Roe since that since that decision was made. It was wrong then, and it's wrong now. As far as abortion being covered by the Constitution, once again, people don't understand. If you take away Roe versus Wade, it does not make abortion illegal. It does not make abortion illegal. It's just no longer protected under the Constitution. It never was. It never was. Show me one time in the Constitution where it says the word abortion. It was wrong in 1973 when they made a decision on that case, and it's wrong today. But they're letting you know that if they overturn it, and they should, uh, yeah, we're gonna riot. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna rob, steal, and and do what Antiva and BML were created to do by Obama. That's what they were created. They were created by Obama and George Soros, and uh, as disruptors. They're not policing. They don't really care uh, what color your uh, skin is they're not really for uh inequality or or anything of that nature they're not for any of that as a matter of fact candace owens has actually uh 
she's actually uh, exposed the people who started uh, Black Lives Matter in the top chain who buy million-dollar mansions. wonder where they got that money from. They definitely weren't millionaires before uh, they started uh, being a part of the Black Lives Matter group. Yeah. Do your own research, folks. Black Lives Matter and Antiva have money pumped into them through George Soros, and they were created by Obama and Soros. And that's the bottom line. Oh, yeah, wrong podcast. (laughs) 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 All right, it wasn't that funny. Okay, so uh, the fake president, Joe Biden's disinformation group, is currently put on pause, or hold is what they call it, currently put on hold as the lunatic, we spoke about her, uh, here when we first found out about uh, the disinformation group uh, <laughs> as the lunatic the crazy woman that Homeland Security put in charge of this group the disinformation group uh, this lady who is out of control and mostly known for her crazy TikToks uh, has resigned and I'm I'm hope I'm definitely hoping they are announcing someone that may step in her place, um, but I'm hoping that this uh, this hold or this pause on the disinformation group uh, is uh, is not temporary, but uh, permanent. It, it needs to be permanent. Let's put it that way. All right, so all right, so and I apologize. Uh, a couple of my notes got uh, seems like that's happening quite a bit. Uh, all right, so so let's talk about a bill the House just passed. The House just passed a domestic terrorism bill. And basically what that bill does is it makes it so uh, the government can use the FBI to silence conservatives or anyone who disagrees uh, with the government. Wow. Is this still America? What? So, I, I, I mean, I, I'm kind of amazed. Uh, so you're, you're, so they passed the bill. They passed this bill that plainly states that the FBI can be used, I just make sure I read it correctly, can be used uh, to silence anyone who disagrees with them. Yeah, that's what, (laughs) I mean, it's right here in black and white. Wow. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so I wonder how I I overlooked that earlier. I don't know 
how, but uh, amazing, amazing. The House passes the domestic terrorism bill. So basically, so you know, like if you if you're conservative, or even if you're a Republican and, and not a Rhino Republican, and uh, you support Trump or you uh, you support uh, America First or you support free speech or you support uh, 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 pro-life or, or 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 a number of things, free speech, like I mentioned, or the right to bear arms. You support any of that, you are a well, I would call you a true American, right? But no, uh, we are classified now as domestic terrorists. And now they have a bill. Now they have a bill uh, that the House just passed, domestic terrorism bill, where they can use the FBI to silence anyone, including conservatives, Republicans, who disagree with with any type of policy. Wow. So I am truly hoping that our Senate stands up against this once again uh, through Pelosi, the Dragon Lady, and her minions. Another bill uh, being brought up by them that absolutely tries to give full control or keep Democrats in full control. That's all this is about, is they're scared to death uh, that November they're going to be in a bloodbath and they're going to lose the House and the Senate again. And uh, they're trying to come up with different ways to to basically do the same thing that they're trying to do to the Supreme Court. And what that is, is they want to intimidate you. They want to intimidate me, the voters. They want this control, and they don't want to let go of it. They're scared to death. Nancy Pelosi, who probably, in all honesty, lost her position quite a few years ago, only they've cheated. Don't you never doubt Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, those guys would have both, I don't care what state they're in, they would have both been voted out within the last, uh, last or the last two elections. Because, you know, have you ever sat there and wondered after seeing them do a press conference or, or see them on TV talking about something, and you ever sit back and be honest, I think, I think we've all done it, sit back and say, man, I wonder how Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer continues to, why do their people continue to reelect them? They're not. They're not. We're just now waking up to the fact because we've seen what they did, because it was so blatant in 2020. The presidential election in 2020 was so blatantly stolen and cheated uh, that uh, now we know. Now we know. Okay, so the primary, so hopefully the Senate will stand against that domestic terrorism uh, bill that the House just passed. Uh, they need to. They need to shut that down and shut it down fast. So the primaries are coming. Right, uh, the midterms. The midterms are coming, and they're coming fast. All right, here is a midterm distraction that's already. I'm already starting to see it pop up, so that's why I'm talking about it today. I'm not going to talk a lot about it. It's the last subject of the day, 
but it's an important one because they're going to use this narrative to try to do the same way they did COVID. The only problem is we know everything there is to know about this disease, and that disease is called monkeypox. So now the left, and it's not just the United States, they're announcing it all over, suddenly, suddenly, monkeypox is uh, popping up all over the world in different countries, mainly countries that, uh, yeah, you guessed it, that have midterms or or currently going through uh, primaries or voting or, or something of that nature. So monkeypox, I, I went ahead and for you, my audience, I went ahead and I did some research on monkeypox. Here's what I found out. First of all, monkeypox is nothing new. It's been around since 1958. Uh, it basically stays in West Africa and in that area. And it's been there since 1958, like I mentioned. So it's already been proven that it does not have an effect on everyday's life. Okay, that's something we know. Unlike COVID, right? We let COVID affect our everyday life. Uh, there is no quarantine or anything like that with the monkeypox. It it is not uh, as contagious as uh COVID. Actually, it's not really contagious unless you get the rash. So here, here's what monkeypox is. It's basically all the symptoms of the flu, runny nose, cough, aching, pain. Uh, and But it also has a rash. And if you get that rash, then it is uh, someone else can catch it. It's contagious, okay? Um, however, 1% 1% in West Africa, 1% of the people that actually got the monkeypox or have gotten the monkeypox, because it's not going away there. It's always there. So you can live in normal society with it. They have been since 1958. Okay, so 1% has been fatal from the monkeypox. Just 1%. Just 1%. That's not a very big number, folks. Uh, I think they chose the wrong uh, virus <laughs> um, to try to get a hold of us again. It's all a power move from the administration. Uh, it, it, it's to uh, try to get us to take a different jab, uh, another vaccine. Uh, it's to try to get us to stay indoors. Uh, and it's another way for, uh, for them to try to still... Uh, the midterm you know uh since the uh, monkeypox is out there and everybody's afraid of it uh we should have uh these ballot boxes and uh we should do ballot harvesting and uh you know you can't get your results for uh, uh, uh just a few days later and uh, uh the normal i mean come on come on guys you've pulled this with us you've done this to us for going on three years now okay do you really think you can jump out of covid into another emergency, another virus. And, and by the way, experts have already stated that uh, the, the monkeypox is not 
as contagious as COVID and can no way start an outbreak, an epidemic, which you all love to call COVID so much, cannot cause an epidemic because it's not that contagious. Contagious? I mean, guys, the, the, the writing's on the wall. You got Democrat and the far left. You're going to have such a horrible November. So bring your monkeypox on. Bring everything you got. Just bring it on. Nancy Pelosi, Dragon Lady, Chuck Schumer, bring it on. You guys are going to have such a horrible November when you lose the House and you lose the Senate. And that's not enough. In my eyes, that's not enough. A lot of these people, Nancy Pelosi, uh, Mitch McConnell, uh, uh, quite a few of them, Chuck Schumer, they should be arrested. They should be. They should jack up the jail and put them underneath it. They need to be in prison. They really do. So yeah, vote them out. You know, let them lose all their power. That's fine. But I don't think. I really don't believe it should end there. I think that. Uh, I think they need to go to jail. They really do. Uh, it just. Um, you know that they're constantly. Constantly, constantly trying to uh, intimidate us, like I mentioned. They're trying to pass these bills to keep them in power. Uh, you know, once again, they try to pack the Supreme Court, uh, which keeps their policies. They're crazy, outlandish, left agenda, uh, flowing. Uh, you've got so many, you know, uh, NADAR. Uh, you know, you've got so many people that are, a part of the majority in the House, and uh, you've got so many of these people that are high officials that are not for America, not for Americans, but all they're worried about is padding their own pocket. They'll give up their civil, no, not their, your, our civil liberties just to pad their bank account. I mean, it's, it's really horrible. It really is. And, uh, you know, unless we unless we get out there and, uh, like I've said and said, on the grassroots and get out there and put the right people even in our local city council boards and, uh, and, and, and teachers' boards of education and, and what have you, every public office, right, uh, make sure we put candidates in there that are America first and who aren't. And we need to put tough ones in there. You know, I can say I'm American first, and, you, you know, I don't care who you are. If you look at somebody's record and look at their past, their past tells you what kind of person they are, if they're strong, if they're weak, if they're easily uh, uh, manipulated. And that's the problem. Sometimes we put really good people at the time in office, but they're not strong people. They're not strong enough to resist the manipulation of Washington. They're not strong enough to resist the bribes and the money and only God knows what else uh, they use to uh, bribe these guys with. It's just, uh, 
you know, I can only speak for, for myself. Uh, by the way, uh, they just brought up a new, and this just come across, like, while I'm doing the podcast. Uh, they're offering a new uh, gun control bill uh, to where uh, actually the DOJ is to give you, a, oh, yeah, that'll work. The DOJ is to give you a license uh, to carry a gun that expires every every six months. Yeah, another way, right? They're trying to twist the horrible thing with the mentally ill, with the mentally ill uh, guy who shot all those people in Buffalo, uh, New York, uh, to uh, to do to do their gun agenda. They want to take away our guns. You're not taking my gun away. It's just not happening. And somebody might say, well, now that's a tough statement. You don't know if they make the law. You're not taking my gun. You're not. This is America, land of the free. It's in our Constitution. You're not taking my gun. You take my gun, and I have no way, no way. And I'm not a shooter. I haven't shot a gun since I don't know when. I'm not a hunter or anything like that. But I have no way of protecting my property or my family if you take my gun. And that's what you want. That's what you want. All right, guys, that is about all the time uh, that we do have for today. A lot of information today, a lot of news. Uh, We've got a lot more news that we didn't get to that uh, hopefully we'll get to touch on on Wednesday's episode. But uh, once again, thank you all so much for joining us. Uh, I am the Kentucky Guy, and this has been the Red Pill Current News Podcast. You guys have a great day. Thank you. Thank you so much.